Hey, this is Matt Stacy, youth pastor at New Life, and this is our podcast. I hope that the preaching and teaching you listen to here encourages you and strengthens you in your walk with God. This podcast is a ministry of New Life, and as such, is completely free to the listener. That being said, if you feel led to give to this ministry, we want to make that available to you. You can text GIVE to 833-793-0451. You can also give online through the Tithely app by searching New Life Tabernacle. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the message. Amen, amen. Thankful for the presence of the Lord that we feel in this house this morning. Amen, amen. So good to have Brittany's family in service with us. Mom, brothers. Praise God. Praise God. It's just good to see each of you in the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm going to take your attention to Ruth chapter 1. The book of Ruth. book of Ruth chapter 1. Praise God. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Ruth chapter 1. I'm going to begin reading verse number 19. Ruth chapter 1. Verse number 19. Praise God. So they too went until they came to Bethlehem. And it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them. They said, Is this Naomi? She said unto them, Call me not Naomi. Call me Mara. The Almighty hath dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full. The Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why then call ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me. She said, I went out full, but I have come back empty. Amen. Hallelujah. It's possible. For us to just become empty. Amen. Just become empty. Amen. Life has a way. Naomi here, she left Bethlehem of her own accord. She went, tended to take just a short time a short sojourn if you will in the land of Moab and um, justified her leaving 
gotta go. Nothing to eat here. Gotta go to Moab. Just intending on it to be a sojourn. She got caught up and life happened in Moab. Before she realized it, she lost her husband, she lost her sons. And just life had left her empty. Amen. But she heard there was bread in the house. Amen. She got home. Don't call me Naomi. I left full. But I have come back empty. It always was interesting to me. She left because of a famine. It's possible to be full in a famine. She left full in a famine, but returned empty from a land of plenty. Amen. It matters what your priorities are. It matters what you're filling up on. Amen. It matters. Amen. So I want to talk to you this morning just on this subject. How far can you go on empty? How far can you go on empty? Amen. In the natural world, most of you are already saying, not very. Not very far. Because I'm just not going to do it. Amen. How far can you go on empty? Let's just look to the Lord and ask Him to help us today. Lord, I thank you today for your word. I pray, Lord, that you would touch us today. Let the power of your spirit minister in this place today. God, I pray, Lord, that you would help us to understand the value, the priority, Lord, of staying full. God, I pray, Lord, that you would help us, that you would talk to us from your word. Let your anointing rest upon us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Praise God, praise God. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Praise God. Amen. How far can you go on empty? That's a question that no one wants to be asked that question. If you're the passenger in a vehicle, the last thing you want to hear is the driver say, how far can we go on empty? Amen. How far can we go on empty? And the fact of the matter is, is, is most of the time when we get empty, in the gas tank. It's because of bad decisions on our part. 
We just didn't think we had time. Didn't have time to stop at the gas station, but you got plenty of time to sit on the side of the road. And I know some, Sister Melanie is definitely one of those. You've heard me mention it before. She takes that that yellow light as a challenge to let's just see how far and uh, how many miles that you can take it on empty. And, and, and most of the time, there's an abundance of gas stations. And most of the time, we just choose to drive a little further. Some push it further than others. But, but the fact of the matter is, is most of the time, there's plenty of options. We just neglect we just neglect to stop for what we can excuse it. We can come up with a thousand reasons why I didn't stop at that last one. And we can come up with all kinds of reasons why. Most of the time, they're not very good, but at the time, they, they seem like a good idea. But occasionally, you find yourself, you just got into a situation and uh last couple of days I spent riding motorcycles in Arkansas. And my motorcycle will go about a hundred miles because I don't want to see how far I can go on empty. The challenge with that hundred miles is it's pretty easy. I discovered to get off in the back roads, riding motorcycle roads and, 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 and driving in the, the back roads of Arkansas. And you can go for miles and miles without seeing an opportunity for a filling station. Now you can pass a lot of old landmarks of what used to be an available fueling opportunity. But most of those little towns that you go through, it doesn't matter that there's a town in 10 miles, Brother Boney. I found it out this weekend. Found it out it doesn't matter that there's a town in 10 miles. I had great hope that there's a that, there, that, that there's a town in, in 11 miles and, and, and it just so happened that I ended up being the leader. So it's, it, it basically falls upon my responsibility. But I had one of the, the motorcycles that couldn't go the furthest. So it was me that was going to be, and there was one other guy that, 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 that was kind of in a little bit worse shape than, than I was in. But, but, uh, so they were relying on the fact that I wasn't going to try to go on empty. And so we're riding along and, 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 and we're, we're thinking that I'm looking at my miles adding up and I'm like, we've got to get to something soon. I'm not familiar with where I'm going. And so I see this sign and um, I can't remember what it was, but I think it was Oda or something like that, Odin or something like that, Arkansas, 11 miles. And like, yes, I, I'm, I'm at 92 miles. I can make it. 
to Odin. And as I'm riding along, I'm thinking, and I'm not communicating this with anybody. I, I did my wife a little bit, just kind of said, it's a, we're, we're getting into a situation here. And that's about as far as I went with it. And uh, so we're riding along, and, and um, we start coming into Odin. And, I, and I'm saying Odin. I'm pretty sure that's the name of this town that we're coming into, but I'm, I may have it, have it wrong. But when I got to the city limits, and the sign said 392 people, my heart kind of started sinking. And I was thinking they may have been important enough to get on a highway sign of how many miles it was to that particular town. But there was not a fuel place in this particular town. And so we keep driving. And we drive along and we come up to another one. And this place had the equipment to where gas should be available. And as I pulled in, big signs, I didn't even have to get off the motorcycle. No gas. No diesel. They even had a diesel pump. And then pulled off and we're scratching our head because this time we're like at a hundred and few miles and I'm like I I don't know how far I can go on empty I hadn't switched to reserve yet so I knew I had a little bit but I also had no idea where I was going to find fuel and so I kept driving and I I, I kept we, we we decided well there's we know there's nothing behind us so we just kept pressing forward and we drove on down the road a little ways and I think it was only about four more miles. And we pulled in and this place has got some old gas pumps. And they got two of them. And we pulled up and we looked. And the other guy that was riding with me that was getting in the same situation as I was, he was a little younger than I, Brother Boney. He didn't even have any idea how to operate this particular pump. And... uh so we go in and the, the gentleman inside, he said, yes, we got gas. And I said, which one? And he said, there's only one. He had a couple, but only one pump worked. We turned it on and it's the old spin dial. And so we're filling it up and, and I'm watching and he's like, I, he, he used it first and I was like, that's $6. And uh, he says, is that, how, is that how you read that? And he, he had no idea it'd been too long if he ever had seen that kind of kind of uh, fuel pump. I didn't know I was getting that old, but I guess I am. But um, anyway, right there in the middle of nowhere, there was a place to get some fuel. And I was able to fill the tank up and, and um, just trusting that it was, it was good gas. But we're, we're right, right, right in the middle of that. But the fact of the matter is, is it wasn't that I'd passed an opportunity. I had just found myself 
in a place of emptiness. Amen. And so as I'm thinking of this this morning and I I feel the Lord wanting to, to talk to us today, life has a way sometimes. Sometimes it's neglect. Sometimes uh, I just run uh, right past the fuel station uh, because I get so involved with life and uh, and I get so involved with things happening. Uh, amen. And and I just run past the fuel station. But sometimes uh, life, in just the midst of my travels, uh, I just find myself in a place of emptiness and a place of barrenness. Uh, and I look around. And I'm like, how did I get myself? into this place. Amen. I never intended to see how far I could go on empty, but life just happened in my situation. And I found myself in a time of need. And I found myself in a place of despair. Amen. Because life just happened along the way. Amen. And as you've already figured out, uh, I'm not talking about gasoline today. And I'm not talking about, uh, amen, whether it's uh, high octane or low octane or no ethanol, 100% gas. Uh, I'm talking about that. It's amazing to me sometimes uh, that we uh, will do things in the spirit uh, that we wouldn't dream of uh, in the natural. Uh, I wouldn't dream of getting myself on purpose uh, out in to a place of neglect where I'd be in emptiness and a place where I'd take a chance on running out of gas in the middle of nowhere on purpose but sometimes in the spirit world, he man where I have no excuse I have no reason I've got an opportunity but life just happens and somehow along the way I find myself Dealing with emptiness. I find myself dealing with a place of despair and it happens before I even realize what took place. Tragedy happens when you run out of fuel. Talking about in the spirit world. Tragedy takes place when you get to running on empty. Amen. Bad things happen when you get to running on empty, even in a vehicle. It's not good to run it down to the lowest part of the tank. It's not good on the fuel pump. It's not good that you get, you get filters clogged up because you get to running down on that part of the tank that's not good for it. Amen. There's bad things happen when you decide, I'm going to see how far I can go on empty. Just spent time with my one of my brother in laws. That he's in the he's he's in the process of of dealing with his 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 brother's estate, trying to trying to close up his estate and do all that. And 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 his brother lost his life just because that he ran out of gas. 
You say, how did he run out of gas and lose his life? Well, he ran out of gas on an interstate and he got out of the vehicle and it was just about dusk and another car came by and didn't see him and, 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 and hit him and, 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 and a tragic circumstance that didn't have to happen, Brother Jeff, but just because he, man, and I was asking my brother-in-law, I said, was, was he in a bind? What was, what was going on? He said, no, he would just see how far he could go. He was always running out of gas and that, that, that doesn't compute with me he man but he lost his life just because he wanted to see how far I can go on empty can I tell you you can't afford to see how far spiritually that you can go on empty you can't afford to see how far I can go without a fill up in the spirit I've come to preach to somebody today it's time to recognize the warning sign wake up there's a tragedy about to happen when you try to run on empty oh hallelujah to God you can't afford to go on empty you can't afford that kind of mistake we look back in our text of scripture he man and Naomi he man and her husband they packed up their family and decided We've got to get out of Bethlehem because there's a famine in the land. He man, and they decided we're going to sojourn over in the land of Moab. Can I tell you, Moab was never intended to be a place where a child of God dwelt. It was never intended for somebody to leave a house of bread and dwell in the land of Moab. But Naomi said, he man, she went along with her husband. We've got to get out of here because of famine. Be careful what you decide is the cause of famine. Because at the end of her story, he man, after months turned into years, and that short journey turned into spending the rest of her life in the land of Moab, and she got to Moab, and after she lost everything, and she decided, I'm going back home, and it was there that we read in our text that her and her daughter-in-law, Ruth, decided they're going back to Bethlehem, and when she got back, they began to recognize her. I don't know. I just kind of have a feeling. She was probably just a shell of the woman that had left. He, man, they were saying, hey, is that Naomi? It kind of looks like Naomi. Is that Naomi? She said, no, don't call me Naomi. I left full. He, man, can I tell you, in the middle of famine, she recognized I was full, but I left. He, man, and now I've come home and I've come back empty. But can I? I tell you, she recognized I've got to get back to the place of bread. I've got to get back to a place where I can be filled. I've got to get back to a place where my hunger can be satisfied. Hallelujah. I've come back empty. But if you read the rest of that story, he man, she got back to a place, he man, where God could begin to restore some things in her life. Hallelujah to God. I've come to tell somebody today, he man, keep your eye on the fuel gauge. Hallelujah. He man, 
It, it, it's something that I can't comprehend. How far can I go on empty? Uh, he, it was uncomfortable as I was on that trip. Uh, he went on a motorcycle in the middle of nowhere and I'm out there uh, and I, I'm like, what in the world are we gonna do? There's not even a shoulder to pull off on. And, and, and we're, we're going along. I just found myself in a situation that had happened, not because of my neglect, but just because that I was driving in a place that I was unfamiliar with. Can I tell you, we're living in unfamiliar times. We've never lived in 2021 before. We're living in unfamiliar times. We're living in a time that is unprecedented in some of the pressures and some of the things that we're facing. And I talk to these kids all the time and some of the things that they're facing in school and, 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 and the things that they're facing in life and, and, and some of the things that they're, they're having to deal with. He meant it's unprecedented times. You can't afford to get to a place to where you're spiritually empty. Hallelujah. Life happens. We don't even realize it so, so many times. You know, we can be, get to a place that we so take for granted the presence of the Lord. We so take for granted the fact that it's just Sunday. And if I don't get everything I need, there's always next week. If I, if, I, if, I don't, if I don't get everything I need in my life, I can always come back next week and there's another opportunity. Amen. We don't have that assurance. We found that out last year as, a, as, as COVID came and we, we ended up trying to be careful and be safe and, and, and we didn't gather together and all of a sudden uh, something that we thought was just a, a normal action that we were going to have next time and, and we'd have another opportunity next Sunday. Uh, then all of a sudden uh, we did live stream and we, had, we, we, we tried to keep us connected and, and all that but we quickly discovered it's just not the same uh, trying to have church in your house and it's not the same just watching on the screen. We need each other. We need the body. We need fellowship. Amen. I don't want to take for granted the opportunity of being in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because all of a sudden if I run past this Sunday I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen this next day. Tuesday and Wednesday. You've heard me say it oftentimes. The power of one phone call. One phone call can change everything. Just one phone call can change the whole situation. We've seen so much loss and we've seen and we've, we've dealt with so much every family and every, every, every family and friends this past year, we've, we've dealt with so much loss. Uh, amen. But one phone call can change everything. I grew up in Holdenville. Holdenville. My dad's big deal. He always kept his tank full. Because in Holdenville... You had to go quite a ways before you was going to get to another town. And in Holdenville, 
They shut off the pumps. Wasn't this 24-hour business? When 8 or 9, 10 o'clock came, you couldn't go buy gas. And so we take for granted it's everywhere now. We can go anywhere 24 hours and we can pump gas, slide your card, don't even have to hit anybody there. But I was raised by a man that knew if an emergency happens in the middle of the night, you can't be sitting on empty because you might have to go somewhere. You might have to, you might have to take a trip and you can't get far on empty in the middle of the night. And, 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 and so it was, it was always important. Make sure you got gas in your tank. Don't just set it on empty. To this day, my dad, when he's on his way home, if he's needing gas, he's going to stop and fill up before he gets to the house. Because he wants his vehicle ready to go in case of an emergency. Can I tell you, you've got to keep your spirit ready to go in case of emergency. You don't know when something's going to happen. You don't know when something devastating is going to take place. A situation happened in your life that has devastating news that sets you back. And if you're empty before you get the news, then you're in trouble. But can I tell you, if you keep that tank full amen whatever happens me and Jesus it's going to be alright because I've taken time for a fill up I've taken time to make sure I'm full hallelujah to God amen I hope I'm helping somebody and I hope I'm making some kind of sense today can I tell you we've got to stay full I'm talking about full of the Holy Ghost I'm talking about keeping our spirit prayed up. I'm talking about he men staying full. He men, I can't afford to allow my spiritual tank to become empty. Hallelujah to God. Because life happens. And before you know it, he man, days can turn into months and months into weeks. And all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm left and my mind is spinning. And I realize I'm just a shell of what I was. And I don't know where to turn and I don't know which way to go. And I don't know which direction to turn. I've come to tell you today, that's why this place is called new life. He man, because I can fill up. I can fill up. I can come in here. And I can be saying as as Naomi did, I left full, but I've returned empty. Can I tell you, this is the place where you can get full. This is the place. Some of you were taking advantage of it when we were worshiping a while ago. You just realized, hey, I've got to have some fuel in the tank. I've got to have some of God's Spirit in my life. And you just take time to plug in to the Spirit. Oh, can I tell you we've got to stay full don't let it be in your vocabulary how far can I go on empty I'll just see how far I go can I tell you you're playing with tragedy you're playing with tragedy amen and can I tell you 
we're talking about as bad as it was. Uh, amen. For my, my, my brother-in-law's brother to, to lose his life. Uh, can I tell you, that was uh, a physical life. Uh, that matters. Uh, but we're talking about eternity right here. Uh, we're talking about eternal issues. Uh, amen. When I start thinking uh, I can play uh, around uh, with my spiritual level, uh, and I can just see how far I can go on empty. Hallelujah. How far can I make it without just really feeling a move of God in my life? How far can I make it without just really having a breakthrough in my life? How far can I go without allowing God to really touch and minister in my life? Hallelujah. Can I tell you, I can't fathom that kind of thinking can't fathom that kind of thinking of how far I would get. Amen. Just like I can't fathom it from a natural standpoint. I'm not going to try to see how far my car will go on empty. <clears throat> I'm not going to try to see how far my spirit man can go on empty. Let's stand together this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what your situation is today. I don't know what kind of situation you walked in here in this place with. But if you walked in today and you're feeling empty, it may not be, it may be because you filled up last week, but life has just hit you throughout the process of the week and it's just left you drained. That happens. That happens. The enemy of your soul can just attack and, 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 and just drain you. Whatever your situation is, if you walked in empty today, I want you to know this is the filling station. You don't have to pass. You don't have to pass on by. You don't have to wonder, is this, is this place that's safe to fill up? It's a place of safety. It's a place where filling can happen. Refilling, a fuel up, hallelujah. It's a place where life can be found, hallelujah. If you walked in empty, I want you to know that you can find hope and filling in this place today can find what you're looking for if you walked in today you're not on empty but you're not interested in trying to see how far you can go on empty you're saying hey I, I just I want to fill up I don't know what's coming this week I want to fill up I don't know what's going to take place the next few days I want to fill up can I tell you this is a place you can fill up before you leave. Plug into the power source. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I open this altar this morning. Wherever you find yourself. Amen. This is the filling station. I'm not leaving empty. I'm not leaving like I came. I've got to have a renewing. I've got to have a refueling. Oh, I've got to have his touch.
God, I need you today. I need you today. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus.